Galnet News Digest, 22nd of October 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, there is only one item, and it's about something happening next week. Horizons for All. Horizons for All. Horizons was released to Commanders nearly five years ago in 3301. New features continued to be added until April 3303, two and a half years ago. There are still many commanders who chose not to take the plunge into Horizons. But on Tuesday, the 27th of October, 3306, millions of commanders will be granted permission to land on airless planets for the first time. Their ships will be fitted free of charge with the Planetary Approach Suite. The planetary approach line for landable planets will be blue instead of yellow. But what really lies on the horizon for such commanders, apart from that strange whining noise coming from their graphics cards? The big change is you can now land on those planets. After a careful approach and a nerve-wracking glide through the non-existent atmosphere, you will find yourself in a world of rapidly changing coordinates of poles and equators, of strange blue circles that indicate something of interest, but which disappear when you get below two kilometres, of plains, of canyons and mountains, of craters and crevasses, on icy, rocky, high metal content and metallic planets. There are planets with gravity so high that it's a struggle to keep your ship above ground. There are planets where the gravity is so low, it's hard to stay on the ground. There are huge planets with massive curving horizons, and there are tiny potato planets with lumps and bumps that are almost bigger than the planet itself. There are planetary bases where you can land without having to worry about the toast rack, and where you can buy strange commodities that you can't get up in the starports. Where you can get out of your ship and drive around in your Scarab Surface Reconnaissance Vehicle, or SRV. Where you can spend the best part of an hour trying to work out how to find your ship again, and wondering why there are high walls in between your SRV and all the garages. If you drive out into the countryside, or fly your ship to some remote spot, you can get into your SRV, which involves blacking out briefly. And if you drive far enough away from your ship, you can make your SRV bunny hop, using a sort of jetpack that's fitted to it. If you can do an awful lot of very long bunny hops, you can become a racer. There's a cannon in that turret. Try shooting some of those little skimmer defence units and see what happens. You can find minerals lying around. You'll want to collect those, because you can use them to refuel your SRV to make your ship jump further, to restock your weapons with better ammunition, make your shields stronger. You have a magical pocket of holding for those materials. No matter what happens to you, even if you get blown up, your materials will still be there safe in your magic pocket. There are strange secretive bases you can raid and steal materials and data. There are crashed ships and burned out SRVs, some of them with logs to explain what happened. Sometimes you may get missions to attack these bases. If you do your research using a detailed surface scanner, you can find interesting geological and biological sites where there are even more materials to collect if you shoot at them. If you're lucky, you might find a geezer that can launch you nearly into orbit. If you're very lucky, you might survive the descent back down to ground level. There are brain trees. And there are crystal forests. There are abandoned cities from the ancient Guardian civilization to explore with strange blue lights, with sentinel robots and plenty of interesting devices to explore and materials to collect. 
There are barnacle forests and thoroid structures oozing organic green tunnels, the walls rushing with liquid, and scavengers clearing up the debris. There's a vast thoroid machine inside if you dare go in. There are some very creepy research outposts that once belonged to the intergalactic naval reserve arm. And there's a crashed cobra belonging to a very famous person with information about a betrayal. There are engineers who can make your ships faster, your shields better, who can soup up your power plant and increase your jump range, and who can modify all your weapons to make them faster and more effective. You can buy ship launch fighters for some ships. These small, agile ships can massively increase your effectiveness in combat. You can hire crew to fly your ship launch fighters and develop their skills from novice to experienced pilot. You can also invite other commanders to join you in your ship to be your gunner or your fighter pilot. They arrive instantaneously from no matter where they were in the galaxy because they appear as holograms. You'll see them sitting on the bridge of your ship and they can watch you fly the ship. They bring an extra power pip and they earn payment for helping you without affecting your income. Because you want to look your best while you have guests on the bridge, you have a little makeup area where you can choose what you want to look like, change your costume and stitch on decals to your rather fetching flight suit. So, to summarise, you get to crash into planets and get killed in the Thargoid caves. You get to search for brain trees and crystal forests but never actually find them, even though you went to the right coordinates. You get to spend hours going round in circles trying to find the right goods and missions to unlock the engineers, then find you need materials you haven't got before you can get them to do anything at all to your frameshift drive. You have to get someone to sit on your ship and fire guns at the wrong target, get you a bounty, or crash your ship launch fighter, or you can hire an NPC crew member to fly in a semi-competent way and take most of your earnings as wages. Here's a tip for the new Horizon Commander. If you get your SRV stuck in a rock or in a crevasse, all you need to do is load into the non-Horizons version of Elite. But if after all that, you really want to remain a spacer and don't want to land on planets at all, you can sell your planetary approach suite for 1,000 credits. So there really is something for everyone. And that will be next week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We anticipate the news so you don't have to.